Kids, it's 8 o'clock on your Saturday night. You know what time it means. Top of your dark entries, goth radio, South Carolina's uh, weekly source for goth, dark wave, post-punk, death rock, spooky tunes, horror business, and everything to crawl out of the grave and into your ear holes. Got a good show tonight. Uh, we're doing a tribute set to Ollie Wisdom, who I uh, tragically lost in the week. Uh, of course, Ollie Wisdom of Specimen doing a uh, set to him and also some Batcave bands for that. Lots of new releases, too, and I'll be doing a lot of horror talk. I saw a lot of horror stuff in the week, so we're going to talk about that. And words of wisdom and your requests, 803-576-9872 is the number to call. 64 days until Halloween. We're starting off with the mission, and this is your Dark Entries, Goth Radio. Let's go.
starting us off with a uh, deliverance and uh, started with that because uh you guys watching titans uh the show titans on um wb it's the um it's the, what is it now the wb the cw it's the cw now jesus i'm showing my age calling it wb oh my god <laughs> you watching that show on the wb on the television set wow yeah anyway um i remember when sci-fi was spelled like sci-fi yeah, so it's uh, it's it's amping up. If you guys watch it, and if you're familiar with the Teen Titans, and if you're comic book nerds and everything, you'll 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 know kind of what I'm talking about. But um, the uh, most recent episode was on in the week, and I'm sat there watching it, and there's a scene where they're like in a restaurant or like a little coffee shop or something, and I'm like, my ears perk up because I'm like, there's music playing in the background, and I'm like, is that is that the mission? They playing the mission? <laughs> they playing the mission in the 
in the Titan show, and sure enough, they were. And it was this. It was this one. It was uh, Deliverance. This was like 15 minutes into the show, so I, I looked up what else was going to be soundtrack-wise. What else was going to be on the episode? And uh, that episode alone had uh, the mission, the cure. Faith No More, The Cramps. It was a bunch of other early ones. It was it was a really cool lineup. I mean, they've got a really good soundtrack on that show anyway, so so that kind of inspired me, so that's that's why we started off with that. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. I'm uh, DJD, and we've got a jam-packed show uh, today. We are going to be in the second half doing a tribute set to Ollie Wisdom of Specimen, founding icon of the goth scene who unfortunately we lost in the week, and uh, so we're doing a little tribute set to him, and also, which will lead into like a little Batcave set uh, to round out the show. That's going to be kind of at the end of the show, actually. Then we're going to have Words of Wisdom around from Uncle Charlie around 9 o'clock-ish, probably somewhat after 9, and some new releases and a lot of horror talk. I saw a lot of horror in the week, and I've got a lot of things to say about it, so that's all coming up in the show. Uh, because there's so much, I don't want to waste too much time talking, so I'm just going to get on to playing here. We're going to do two sets before we get into all of that that's going to be made up of new and old stuff. To kick it off, this is brand new stuff from uh, my friend Amelia out in the UK uh, with her project, Still Forever. Old friend of mine that I've known for 20 plus years now at this point. And uh, this is from her new album called, uh, the album's called Synesthetic. The track is called I Saw Silence. Right back after this set. You show me darkness took the light away Still I pray, I pray, I pray There's nothing more to say You show me darkness took the light I saw the silence 
up that set with your brand new single uh riviera waltz slightly different sound than uh what they usually do it's not that different but uh even they said when they put the announcement out for the single that it's got a little bit more of an upbeat sound than uh than most of their stuff and uh kicking off that set we had uh still forever uh that's the project of uh, my friend amelia out in uh, manchester uk with a track called i saw silence from uh set aesthetic her new album Grey gallows in there with 1982 crew lies brand new stuff from them also that just got released with a track called becoming and we just heard uh, Lay Long End You. And you are listening to Dark Entries Goth Radio, your weekly source for goth, dark wave, death rock, post-punk, spooky tunes, horror talk. We're going to have a lot of that coming up in just a minute. Words of Wisdom from Uncle Charlie coming up in just a bit, too. And also, like I said, a, a tribute set to uh, Ollie Wisdom. That's all coming up on the show, but uh, to not waste any more time. This next set's also going to be a mix of new and old, some very old, some very, very new. I'm going to kick it off with uh, a new track from uh, Vasum or Vasm, V-A-Z-U-M, a track called Razor Smile, off their album V+, Plus, uh, that just came out recently. And the reason that I'm uh, throwing it in there is because <laughs> I want you to pay close attention because they're kind of getting a little bit of heat in the comments on YouTube and everything because the uh, their riff is uh, suspiciously close like dogs uh, by uh, Christian Death. It's very, very close to dogs. <laughs> and uh, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to play this track and then we're going to play Dogs right after it. 
So uh, by uh, Christian Death from, uh, of course, the first album, Only Theater of Pain. You can kind of make a comparison. So uh, check out those next two tracks and see if you uh, hear a resemblance. Also coming up in this set is going to be Sacred Hearts, a brand new group out of Australia. Ariel Manneke and the Black Halos. Also, one of my new favorite finds, uh, The City Gates. So that's all coming up in this set. So, uh, yeah, check out these first two tracks. See if you hear any sort of resemblance going on here. We'll see.
panels down, darkened streets and chalk marks on a storm almost. Shiny blackness in our one track eyes. Shiny blackness in our one track mind. Shiny blackness in our one track eyes.
Uh, we are back, kids. Hope you guys have enjoying the show so far. That said, we had uh, Vesum with a Razor Smile. After that was uh, Christian Death with Dogs. Two songs that I swear sound absolutely nothing alike. Not at all. No, I'm just kidding. I actually like Vesum quite a bit, but, um, you know, if you're going to pay an homage to a band, I guess Christian Death's a lot worse than you could do. Sacred Hearts in there. Uh, brand new stuff from them. Uh, the track's called Glamour Girl. Sacred Hearts is a brand new band. That's the first single they've ever released, actually. They just hit the scene. They're out of Australia, so that's their debut track, given their first play here on the show. Songs for Sabotage after that with Phantom. Uh, brand new track from them. Uh, Ariel Manneke uh, and the Black Halos with a track called Strangers after that uh, from an album called Black Light that just came out on August uh, 23rd. And the City Gates is what we just heard. One of my favorite new things, actually. I just discovered them today, and I'm really digging them right now. Uh, with a track called Tending a Dead Woman's Garden uh, from a new album called Age of Resilience that came out on June 9th. Our country's goth radio is on your radio. I'm what you're listening to, DJD, and we are going to get down to some horror talk. Uh, before I start, just want to remind you, show you guys about a show that's happening uh, tonight at the Art Bar. Um, Columbia's own Candy Coffins and also Parlor Pinks are playing. Uh, that's happening like right now, I think. I think they're probably just about to get started if they haven't started already. And uh, also with a parole model, those three bands are all playing either right now or are going to start playing any minute now. And uh, I'm going to make the scene after that. Um, after the show tonight, you'll see me out there. All right, let's get down to some horror talk. I've, um, I have seen a grip of horror uh, in the last week. I've been horrowing it up. And I want to tell you all about it. So, uh, first of all, uh, a dark song is... I'm going to go ahead and call it... I'm going to get into why in just a second. I'm going to go ahead and call it one of my favorite horror releases of the last ten years. Uh, it came out in 2016. I just saw that this week for the first time. Directed by Liam Gavin. Or Gavin. Starring Catherine Walker and Mark Huberman. Catherine Walker puts in an amazing performance... And uh, it's in that little subgenre of movies that I call uh, Hellraiser movies that aren't Hellraiser uh, because it's uh, very much in that vein. Uh, essentially, the whole thing is a, uh, a woman and a man who have locked themselves inside of a house, and he's helping her to prepare for this ritual to open up sort of a portal, I guess you could say, to connect to a dead loved one. But the things that she has to do are very Hellraiser-esque in terms of, like, she has to put herself through this torturous series of tasks that task both her body and her mind. It's sort of like in the vein of Hellraiser, you know, I, I love it when, when I think it's uh, Frank says, uh, some things have to be endured. It's, it's that you have to basically be prepared to suffer in order to get what you want. So she has to put herself through all this suffering to create this sort of recipe of things that are exactly right in order to create this ritual to connect with this loved one. And I just, I just kind of like the concept of that this extended preparation to connect to the other side that's it's required steps that you have to take that are all painful essentially you know anyway uh that's that's the movie one of the best releases of the last 10 years the rental uh came out in 2020 with uh, dave franco directing and um allison brie starring and, and then three other people that i'm not really too familiar with but kind of a straightforward uh sort of a slasher kind of deal but it's it's the best way I can describe it is it's kind of like if um, if I know what you did last summer was about married adults instead of 
stupid teenagers. That's basically the, the gist of it. And uh, it kind of uh, gets into slasher territory, but there's also sort of murder mystery kind of thing going on. And it's it's with four people trapped inside of a house, and things are going down. And very well done. I, I liked it a lot. Also saw the hunt. It came out uh, in 2020, I believe. Directed by. Uh, Craig Zobel, starring Betty Gilpin and Hilary Swank. Betty Gilpin puts in a really good performance. I was really impressed by what she did. Hilary Swank's always good. I got no problem with Hilary Swank. Um, her role was pretty good, too. Was not crazy about the movie. I thought that there was you know, two pretty good performances trapped inside of a movie that I just did not care for. I do like the whole trope of humans hunting humans, which is a lot what it's about, but if you know anything about the hunt, it's, it's all heavily political and uh, like heavy-handed in the way it's political and in the way that people are just kind of portrayed as stereotypes. And I'm not completely opposed to politics, my horror, but I feel like politics right now is horror. And I, I get enough of that in my real life every day. If I wanted to see that, I could just pop online for five minutes. And uh, I'm just not too much into heavy-handed political messages within my horror. So it's, it wasn't really my jam. Uh, that's probably the weakest link out of everything I've seen in the last week. The Night House I saw last night was fantastic. Going back to something better, directed by David Bruckner, starring Rebecca Hall, who I love right now, actually. I saw her in, well, I'll get to this in just a second, but The Night House, uh, he is going to be directing the Hellraiser remake. And if he does anything with that on the scale of what he did with The Night House, then I think it's going to be pretty good because that's, the tone was great, his direction's great. It was kind of something I had never seen before, which is good, you know, which rarely ever happens. Yeah, it was solid all around. I highly recommend it. I saw it last night. It's in theaters right now. It just came out a week ago. Rebecca Hall, I love. Everything I've seen her in, I like. I first discovered her through a movie called Christine. Not the Christine you're thinking of, not the one with the car. Uh, but it's about Christine Chubbuck, who I'm not going to go into who Christine Chubbuck is, but you can you can Google, Google her and find out her life story and what she's all about. And uh, it was a it was a telling of her story and her death and everything. And it was fantastic. I saw it at this little art house theater in New York. Walked in. It was funny because I walked in thinking it was going to be the other Christine. I just saw it listed, not knowing what it was. It wasn't until I got to the theater that I found out. Oh no, this is some other movie called Christine. <laughs> I was like, oh cool, I'm going I'm to see the classic, you know, Stephen King movie. No, totally different movie. And and I ended up loving it anyway. So that was how I discovered it. But anyway, check it out, Nighthouse. Check out anything with Rebecca Hall in it because she she's amazing. She's like one of my new favorite actresses right now. Okay, let's get to the last one, because i got a lot to say about it. Uh, Gothic came out in 1986. This was something I've seen seen on video store shelves in the horror section since I was a little kid. I've seen, I kept looking at, like, the box artwork and everything with a little goblin perched over the woman, and, and I was like, eventually at some point in my life I'm going to see this. It only took decades for it to happen. I finally saw it last night, or two nights ago for the first time ever. Directed by Ken Russell, who uh, most of you guys know from Altered States. And you're going to be hearing a little bit from Alter States later in the show. But uh, starring Gabriel Byrne and Julian Sands. And it takes place in the weekend in which Mary Godwin, sorry, uh, and Percy Shelley, Lord Byron, and Claire Claremont all tucked away in Geneva for a weekend, uh, which is the weekend or, uh, that eventually led to Mary Shelley writing Frankenstein. Turns out there's actually several movies that have been made about that weekend and, and that group of people. Three other ones are Rowing with the Wind, uh, Haunted Summer, both of which came out in 1988, and then Mary Shelley, which came out in 2017. So I, I really can't wait to get to that. I'm actually going to watch all of these pretty soon. 
this thing's bonkers. It's done in uh, Ken Russell style. It's not a direct retelling of what happened. It's a Ken Russell telling what happened, which means that if things go off the rails and get supernatural and, uh, and they end up conjuring demons and the whole thing. Claire Claremont is it was one of the people who were there. This time she's played by an actress named Miriam Sear, who does an amazing job because she's just all out crazy. And she's got this amazing face. And I'm, I'm thinking that like if that was made 10 years later, it probably wouldn't have been Feruza Balk or somebody who would have played her because she's like very Feruza Balk-esque. Anyway, Claire Claremont at the time was pregnant with Byron's child. And she frequently had, I guess what they would call fits of hysteria. And she kind of went crazy a little bit. So Mary Shelley was writing in her journal about it at the time because Claire Claremont was having all these fits and she would call them her horrors and she would frequently make references to Claire's horrors and she actually says this in the movie too, the the actress playing her. London After Midnight, one of my favorite bands of all time. Guess what? Wrote a song called Claire's Horrors because that's a London After Midnight type of thing to do. And this is it. Here's your London After Midnight with Claire's Horrors. There's your horror talk. We'll do this, come right back. Thank you. 
Ghost Horrors by uh, London After Midnight to uh, round out the first hour of the show. Yeah, I recommend it. Go see, uh, if you can track it down, go see Gothic, uh, directed by Ken Russell, came out in 1986. Like I said, there have been four movies, at least, that have uh, told the story of that weekend in which those four individuals got together and dared each other to write ghost stories and that, which eventually led to the writing of Frankenstein. This particular take on it is all-out balls-to-the-wall bonkers and, and like, acid fever dream. <laughs> versus some of the other takes from the trailers I've seen in the other movies, uh, one of which uh, I think had uh, Elizabeth Berkley in it, I think. I think she plays Claire, actually. And uh, like I said, Dakota Fanning plays Mary Shelley in one in the most recent one. I really can't wait to make my way to that one because uh, I like her a lot, and just uh, she looks like she really fits the part. None of these people look particularly like the actual individuals. <laughs> in researching all this, I kind of looked up uh, you know, uh, some pictures of uh, Claire Claremont, or at least what exists of like paintings and things, and uh, uh, Miriam Sear, who plays her in that, really doesn't look too much like her, aside from the fact that she has dark hair. And I seriously doubt that that weekend resulted in Claire actually having eyes for nipples. Uh, I could be wrong. I saw that in the movie. I don't think that's what really went down, but I don't know. We weren't there, so who knows. All right, we've got um, about an hour left of the show here. In the second half, we're going to get weird, as we usually do. I'm going to get into some industrial direction. I'm uh, going to get a new Tim Skoll track that just came out. That's going to come out. That's really good, actually. That's a new project called Not My God. That's all coming up in the set in just a minute after our words of wisdom from Uncle Charlie. And then we're going to end things with a uh, tribute to Ollie Wisdom and some Bad Cave stuff. Any requests, if you can squeeze, squeeze them in, it's 803-576-9872 is the number to call. It's 803-576-WUSC. And uh, all that's coming up after our words of wisdom right after this. On the road again. Nearly 700,000 Americans were arrested on marijuana charges last year. That's an enormous waste of law enforcement resources and terribly unfair to those arrested and their families. It's time we stopped arresting adults who smoke marijuana responsibly. For more information, visit Normal's website at www.normal.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL and tell them Willie sent you. What's up, Gamecocks? It's Schuler from Death Drive 90.5. We're all stoked to be back on campus, but we've got to remember that the threat of COVID-19 is still very real and very present. Take measures to protect those around you and to protect yourself. Wear that mask. Wash your hands. Stay six feet apart. Don't eat anything that you find on the ground. Stop licking doorknobs. Let's all work together for a COVID-free campus. Because riffs should be sick. You shouldn't. Keep it healthy, keep it safe, and keep it locked to 90.5. WUSC-FM and HD1 Columbia. As soon as I get my record all straight, put my money in the food, be it law, and I ain't gonna walk no more. Drive into Charlotte and the Bowling Moon, park my foot in the set of Prince Bill Law, trying to play my radio. WUSCFM. HD1 Columbia on the cutting edge for over 60 years. Do you get tired of styling your hair every day? And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org, and after that, I decided to invent something too. 
something called the Insta-Do. Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side, and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's a helmet thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Self-defense is anything we do to make our lives safer on a daily basis. Self-defense is fighting with our fists, yelling, telling him to stop looking at us, running away, listening to our gut instinct, getting support, knowing that we are worth defending, talking about what happened. Rock. <laughs> and playing rock. The goal of self-defense is to provide all women, children, queers, people of color, and targeted communities with options and skills that are effective and practical no matter what our experience, age, level of fitness, or shape of body may be. What makes me so mad about it is that I don't have any goddamn thought in that circle at all. That's not me. I'm not this clown that you guys play after down here with this Helter Skelter trip ass train. I didn't do what they said I did. I know what I did. God knows what I did. What they they can sell down there, that's on there, you know, for a dollar. I don't, I don't buy none of that trash anyway. And I'll take this and I'll say, please, don't make me kill nobody. Don't make me kill nobody. Now you already know I can.
That's a new one from uh, Tim Scold, his new project um, called Not My God. Underneath our words of wisdom from Uncle Charlie, there was SPK with Invocation to Secular Heresies. Mystic Priestess in there with uh, Through the Gallows. Caddy Ran in there, I think that's how you pronounce it, with a track called Siren. Caddy Ran, I just discovered her in the week because uh, I was watching some um, Gaul videos. Gaul from Gorgoroth. It was actually Gaul's Weird. Uh, he had put on a live show. And I don't remember the track that he was performing, but he invited her to come on stage and play this funky instrument. She's, uh, I think she's from Norway. I could be wrong, but I think it's Nordic. And so it was this, you know, funky Nordic in- instrument that she uses in her music, and um, it's kind of like a um, stringed instrument. And and she had an amazing voice, and it just looks really amazing and everything. And I was like, oh, she's she's really fascinating. She was doing, doing background vocals on the track, and so I checked her out, and I actually like her stuff quite a bit. So that was her. And then we heard, uh, you know, I told you earlier that you know Ken Russell, who directed the Gothic movie I was talking about, of course he directed Altered States. So we heard a little snippet of Altered States in there. And uh, that led into uh, Not My God, which is a collaboration new project with Tim Skold from everything, you know, who's play, played with everybody, and Nero Bellum from Cyclone 9. Both those guys have actually played on each other's projects, but this is the first time that they've exclusively teamed up for a new one. And like I said, the project's called Not My God, and the track's called Ashes. That's what we just heard on Dark Entries Goth Radio. I don't have a lot of time left here. I've got about 20 minutes. I'm going to try to squeeze in what I can here. Um, Definitely going to um, try to squeeze in my Ollie uh, wisdom set. And before I do that, Olin was hopping on the uh, the Facebook chat and brought up something interesting. I, I totally forgot to even mention that uh, Charlie Watts had passed away. Yes, yeah, so he comes in. He makes a good question. He says, question for thought. Uh, besides their Satanic Majesty's Request album and 2000 Light Years From Home, did the Stones ever come to close to goth? I know it was just psychedelia, but the single We Love You with the jail cell creaking closed comes closer that uh it's a good point i've never uh that's i mean they really did kind of delve into some darker stuff and certainly i mean there were some some bands back then that were sort of like laying the groundwork for i guess what you could call proto-goth i mean obviously you know black sabbath had a lot to do with that but yeah that's they did get dark a little bit here and there i i feel terrible because i'm not versed enough in the early stuff of theirs outside of honestly outside of the big singles to even be able to give a good answer, and I feel like I really should be able to do that. And I might actually look into it for next week, you know. Maybe I'll just, uh, you know, in honor of Charlie Watts, I'll, um, you know, knock out a lot of Stone stuff that I've never heard. I think that would be a good thing to do. Maybe kind of go back in the early discography and, and, and catch up. But uh, speaking of stuff, Stone, stuff that I have heard a million times, uh, in honor of old Charlie Watts, who was a legend, and uh, speaking as just a rock and roll fan, is also somebody who's a... I want to be drummer myself. This one goes out to Charlie. This is Screaming Dead. Covering Painted Black. Also goes out to Olin, who's amazing. Who's a big fan of the show. We're going to do this. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more. Do another set. We'll get out of here.
Screaming Dead with uh, their cover of Painted Black. That's our little tribute out to Charlie Watts, R.I.P. He will definitely be missed, and I've got just enough time to do the uh, other tributes that I plan to do tonight, and that's for Ollie Wisdom, of course, uh, frontman of Specimen, founder of the Batcave Club in London, and uh, essentially goth founding icon. Uh, the genre arguably wouldn't exist at all as it does without Ollie Wisdom and Specimen and Batcave, which is where... All the early guys went and played and hung out and swapped members and hung out with each other. I would do anything to go back in time to have been there at that time. Yeah, RIP to him. He's greatly going to be missed. I'm a huge Specimen fan. Got just enough time to do this little bit of a tribute for him. I'm going to kick it off with his early band before Specimen. This is pre-Specimen. He was in a punk band called The Unwanted, track called Withdrawal. That's what we're going to hear. Uh, Then we'll hear a little bit of an interview, and then we'll get into some Specimen, then we're going to get out of here. So uh, this goes out to old Ollie. He will be greatly missed. This is first band, The Unwanted. Here we go. developing ground for, for us and other bands. It was opened because we wanted to play with total control of the environment. Uh, it's a schizophrenic. The Batcave is the specimen. The specimen are deeply related to the Batcave. It's um, 
a large group of varying sort of types of people, it, it has changed. It, it's um, our facility as well. It, it's all sorts of things, you know. And yes. Don't get the wrong idea. It's not just a club. And every Wednesday night, two of its members, Ollie and John, take over a somewhat ordinary nightclub near Carnaby Street in Soho and transform it into the Black Cat. People tried to dismiss us in this country when we first opened it. Because they were scared? Yeah. Do you think? Fad. F-A-D, fad. You are a fad. You are a fashion-orientated club. You are going nowhere. Um, I don't know. For all they'd known, they could have been right, but they, they didn't look very closely, you know. Same with the band, you know, you're meant to look at it under a microscope. You're meant to find out what's underneath it, but, you know, you don't have a look at the slide and say, yeah, right, cancer, pew. Do you think the media do that? They, they always want that tag. Um, I think so in this country, much more so than in America. I think that they're always looking for the corner of the carpet where they can pick it up and maybe find some dirt. It's, 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 it's quite odd, really, because a lot of the media, um, don't know a piece of real honest-to-goodness subversion when they see it. You see, you see, really, right, we're doing what what the whole punk movement set out to do, in a way, because like, the, it, that, that was all, all engineered by people like Malcolm McCarran and Bernie Rhodes, businessmen, right, and it was jumped up to be the bands all doing it for themselves, when, in fact, the successful part of it wasn't at all. And this is the only one instance I know of where the band's actually doing it for themselves. But of course, you, you host the whole experience, so it's very much, very much your own night. It's a fundamental difference. Like one of the fundamental differences uh, in the Bat Cave Club, um, <laughs> between that and other clubs in London, is the fact that we do host it. We enjoy hosting it. You know, we don't stand at the door and just fill our back pockets full of wads of money. Um, but we want to enjoy ourselves. We want other people to enjoy us, ourselves and themselves. You see, we've got, got a fairly warped view on what on what's entertaining anyway. I mean, like, average entertainment just, like, goes right over the top of our heads. So if we put things on that entertain us, right, we feel that other people are going to be entertained. People love to see those things. And well things that are reasonably extreme, you know? I mean, obviously, there, there is a fashion element to your your stage show, wouldn't it? Just the general, the whole general thing of the, of the back end, whatever. How important actually is the music within it? Is it the first and foremost? Right, yeah, it's that, the motivation. It's the motivation, it's, it's, it's the bottom line, you know? I mean, like, that, that's where everything springs from. We wouldn't be doing, the, the back cave wouldn't happen if we hadn't sat down and started writing songs two mm. years ago. You know, everything comes from the songs. How can you describe Specimen's music? Could, could you sum it up in any way as well? Um, it's like a lawnmower out of control on a motorcycle scramble course. Oh, that's, that sums up all kinds of images. Uh, I, I've heard you likened, uh, not that I'd agree particularly, but to Kiss. I mean, could We've you been likened to Kiss, to T-Rex, to The Damned, to The Sex Pistols, to Queen, to Bowie, to Alice Cooper. To Moody Blues. <laughs> <laughs> Even Van Halen. Moody Blues? No, I love Van Halen. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, like, journalists obviously see various facets in us. I mean, like, it's multifaceted. that guy a huge specimen fan we would not be here right now if it wasn't for that guy that's gonna do it for the show kids i'm gonna do uh one last uh, track as we usually do with our required rocky horror uh i want to tell you guys about 
a show that is coming up uh, real quick on Monday. I just want to remind you real quick, uh, Heavy Temple with Minerva, Columbia's own Minerva, uh, amazing doom metal band, and also Wizards Thicket uh, are going to be playing at uh, the Art Bar on Monday. And what you really want to be concerned about right now, though, is the show happening at Art Bar right now, right this second. The doors open up at 8 o'clock. It should be in full swing. And that is Candy Coffins, Parlor Pinks, and Parole Model are out there playing as I speak right this second. And I'm going to be heading out there as soon as I wrap up here. So uh, if you want to make the scene out there, if you want to make the scene out there, you'll see me out there bopping along to Candy Coffins. Tonight's show, as always, is recorded and will be up on the podcast at darkentriesgothradio.podbean.com. I'll have it up tomorrow. podcast is up to date as of right now. You can catch me on the socials at, at darkentriesdjd. That's on your uh, Twitter and your face place and also on your, uh, on your Instagrams. You can get out here with the required Rocky Horror, as we always do. And hey, Janet. I will see you next week, kids. Same bat time, same bat channel. Wait a minute, what, what day is this? Yeah, I will see you next week. I will not see you the weekend after that. We'll get into that later. I really but uh, next Saturday night, we'll do this again. Way. As always, keep you it spooky. Beat the other girls to the bride's bouquet. Oh, oh, the river was deep, but I swam it. Janet. The future is ours, so let's plan it. Janet. So please, don't tell me to can it. Janet. I've one thing to say, and that's damn it. Janet, I love you. The road was long, but I ran it. Janet. There's a fire in my heart, and you fan it. Janet. If there's one fool for you, then I am it. Janet. I've one thing to say, and that's damn it. Janet, I love you. Here's the ring to prove that I'm no joker There's three ways that love can grow That's good, bad, or mediocre Ooh, J-A-N-E-T, I love you so Say, and that's damn it, Janet. I love.